Hey, JD Tribe, I wanted to give you a heads up that today's episode includes a freebie. So be sure to get your daily moon signs cheat sheet by going to thejournaldeck.com forward slash episode 31. Now, on to the show. Hey JD Tribe and welcome to another episode of the Self Care Spotlight brought to you by the Journal Deck, a 52 card deck where journal prompts meet oracle cards to bridge inspiration with action to help you live your best life full of self care and living your truth, which is now available to shop at thejournaldeck.com. I am your host and founder Alyssa Cousins and today we have Bianca Filoteo back for another monthly astro themed episode because you guys love them so much and so do I. So I have to ask you, did you know that the moon changes signs every two to two and a half days? Well, today we are going to jam on the November energy forecast and what that means for you, as well as how depending on which sign the moon is in affects what life area we should focus on for optimal results. And with that, welcome back, Bianca. Hey, Alyssa. Hi, everybody. So happy to be here again. Back again, back again. Yes. Everyone is loving these episodes. So today is, I think, a really cool idea. Um, Bianca, you pitched this idea to me whenever we were just kind of, full disclosure, we were like texting back and forth and (laughs) trying to figure out, okay, like what do we want to talk about? Like we always want to kind of give this overview of the the forecast for the energy of astrologically speaking, where everything is like in the stars and the sky, right, for you guys. Mm -hmm. But we also were, you know, you pitched this idea to me, like, let's talk about how, depending on what sign the moon is in, since the moon is changing sign every two to two and a half days, hence, this all ties into that idea, like, women are very changeable, right? And they're tied to the moon, and they, yeah, all that stuff. Since that's always happening, what that means in terms of if the moon is in Taurus, like, should we focus on this? Or if it's in Capricorn, should we focus on that? And so on and so forth. So you pitched that to me, and I love that idea. I think that's super interesting. Something I have not really thought of. I've not lived my life in that way. But I know you journal a lot depending on, like, okay, if you do moon journaling, essentially, where you write mm-hmm. down, you know, you look yeah. up on you look up on astro.com, or is it the lunarliving.com? Usually, if I'm on my computer, if it's nearby, I'll look it up on Astro, but there are apps that you can put on your phone. So there's the Deluxe Moon app, and there's another one called Moon Reader, or like the Full Moon app. So that'll tell you, yeah, like if you go on it, it's like, oh, today the moon is in this sign. Okay, great. Yeah, and then you journal about what that means. So essentially, we're going to take Bianca's like journaling idea And we're going to, she's going to help talk to us about all the different sign meanings for that moon phase, whatever, or the moon sign, whatever it might be in, Mm -hmm. because the moon is very, 
Also, you have to remember, I guess, that it's intricately tied to our emotional state, right? Yes, exactly. So it's a little bit different than the energy of the sun sign. So that's what we're going to jam on today. You guys really seem to like. I've gotten some feedback that when Bianca mentioned that she journals about what sign the moon is in and how that might be affecting her day, you guys really seem to like that idea, Bianca. I got a lot of people <laughs> oh, that were really? like, that Thanks. were like, that's super interesting. <laughs> Okay. So I think that this makes perfect sense. So okay. let's just jump into what is the November astro energy forecast overview. What's happening? Okay. Great. Okay, yeah. So a few things are happening. So there is going to be a new moon in Scorpio on Saturday, November 18th. So whenever there's a new moon, I always tell people, you know, just chill out if you can, because <laughs> the moon is dark, so there's not a lot of, like, energy out there. But having the new moon in Scorpio, some of the intentions that you can set for yourself are something about, like, your relationships, you know, like, Scorpio is an intense sign, so maybe deepening your relationships with other people. So how can you um, think about that moving forward? Um, and since Scorpio rules sex <laughs> and the genitals, it's a time to get sexy as well. So if you have any tensions, um, romantic intentions with people, that's um, a good new sign, a good time to do that. Um, and Scorpio rules um, investments in financial partnerships. So if you wanted to set intentions on being more money savvy or something like that, that's a good time do that as well but overall like the shadow side of Scorpio is you know jealousy being obsessive um so dropping any toxic emotional baggage or grudges or anything that you think will be destructive or obsessive you can it's a good time to meditate on that or you know do yoga or journaling all on those themes Okay, so that's New Moon and Scorpio, the 18th. This podcast is airing on the 14th, so it's a couple days mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. What's the overall... Okay, wait, we're, when we're in November, we start in the Scorpio? Yeah, so the, we're going to move into... The sun will be in Sagittarius starting November 21st, Tuesday, November 21st. So that means it's going to be a much lighter vibe after that, going from Scorpio to uh, Sagittarius. So, yeah, so I think it'll be more of an uplifting thing, especially now that we're getting into the holidays. And Sagittarius is the adventurer, right? It's always, it's the optimist of the Zodiac. So it's the seeker, it's the free spirit, and it's all about knowledge and truth. So it's definitely going to be a much lighter vibe. And it's a fire sign as well. So we're going from like the watery element of Scorpio to the fire um, element of Sagittarius. For a lot of folks that are in the United States listening to this, you said that the Sagittarius, we move into it on the 21st. Thanksgiving (laughs) in the United States, which is on the um, Thursday, November 23rd, that's a big day for obviously like families coming together. Um, you're you're with a lot of like a massive amount of people. <laughs> like you you see people you know only around the holidays, and this is whenever that season kind of starts, where you're randomly seeing friends and family again that you haven't seen maybe since the last holiday. 
<laughs> and there is that tendency for, um, especially if you don't get along with some of your family, mm-hmm. um, and you're kind of being forced to hang out with them, right? We've like all you know heard of that before. Like maybe the mm-hmm. awkward uncle who like brings up politics or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does the Sagittarius sign help in any way, knowing that maybe the stars are? are is it helping us at all during <laughs> oh that time? Absolutely. Well, Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, and the whole Jupiter Sagittarius the theme of that is yeah, optimism, abundance. It loves to party, um, and Sagittarius is one of the signs probably I think that's the least judgmental out of all the zodiacs it's so open-minded because it's it's a truth seeker it's always looking it's always seeking for that truth so and it's also very spiritual so it's definitely more it's going to challenge people or hopefully challenge people to be more open-minded and um in terms of what's happening and to have a sense of humor because Sagittarius Mm -hmm. has that jovial um spirit as well so I think it'll, if anything, it can help bring lightheartedness um, to the into, truth. Yeah, to the truth. So it's kind of, it's kind of like that. So obviously, there's always a balance, right? You don't want to just keep joking, like joking around too much, and um, I don't know, the say the wrong type of joke and all that stuff. But um, it will be lighter <laughs> compared to the Scorpio energy. But it is like it. It's open-minded. It's welcoming. It's really, you know, like, let's all party. Like, let's celebrate. Like, that is part of the Sagittarius spirit. That's interesting just because it seems like Scorpio kind of almost, in some way, it fits the theme, really, of All Hallows' Eve and Halloween Mm -hmm. and and Samhain and, you know, the the pagan holiday and this idea of the Day of the Dead, like how they celebrate Mm -hmm. in Mexico and all of that, which is... Scorpio does feel a little bit more intense and, um, again, not in a bad way, but it seems like it fits a little bit of the energy of, of the holidays that are around that time yeah, in some way. Um, and then maybe the Sagittarius energy kind of serves the, the Thanksgiving holiday, at least here in the United States, whenever you're coming together. Um, although, you know, yes, the Samhain holiday as well, the pagan holiday is about coming together as well. But in just in terms of, I think, like the Halloween and the Scorpio and the intensity and talking about the the dead and all of that, yes. it seems because Scorpio is the sign of death and transformation, that's fitting for the Halloween theme. And then this Sagittarius kind of seems fitting for coming together for Thanksgiving. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'm sure it's like all intricately connected and all of that. And it's just now like whenever I start to piece all this together, it, it becomes much more like, oh, <laughs> that there's probably a reason that's like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all in cycles, right? Because, yeah. I mean, exactly. growing up, we're always taught in that whole everything goes in a linear fashion. That's like predictable. But nature is cyclical. We're all going through seasons. It's all it's always changing, right? So there's always phases and that's reflected with the moon. It's reflected with anything you see in nature and it's reflected in women's menstrual cycles, right? We're always changing. So that's something that I think we're starting to realize more and more now as we're, you know, diving deeper. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think Mm -hmm. it just kind of brings it back to not only are we not linear creatures, but that we are... Everything is connected. Mm-hmm. 
We are all connected. All of this is connected. And I think that's just a beautiful metaphor that we can look to and how the, all of this is, yeah, just connected. Connection. One, yes. one of my favorite words. I love it. Okay, let's transition to the major chunk of what this topic is going to be about today, which is how the moon is constantly changing signs about every two to two and a half days. So we're going to break down how that changing moon sign is affecting how you really should like or where you should be focusing your your life, your energies, whether that's focusing on self-care, finances, career, etc., Let's break that down. So Bianca, let's start with the beginning of the Zodiac and move through. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so what I found when I was journaling about this is that, yeah, like my moods or something, it kind of went with the moon sign. So when, so let's say, let's start with Aries. So when the moon is in Aries, that's a really great time to start things because Aries is a self-starter. It's a fire sign. Um, yeah, like if you wanted to start, you know, your website or, or something like that, anything where you're starting a really good initiative, that's a good time to get, to get those things moving. It's also a good time to work out. So Aries rules the body. It's very physical so that every time there's a moon in Aries, I find that I'm more energetic. I want to like get out there, uh, maybe do a more vigorous type of workout. Um, instead of like my usual calming yoga sequence or something like that. Um, and when the air, the moon is in Aries, you can also feel a little more impulsive, <laughs> whether that's shopping or saying certain things. Um, there's that different, uh, it's that fiery vibe out there. So I, I think, yeah, I challenge people to like look up the moon side and when you're journaling, just see how you felt that day and be like, oh, did this kind of correlate to mm-hmm. what the moon sign was for the day or for the next two days? Okay. Um, so Aries is like basically get shit done or like start something. It's, you might be a little more impulsive and you said you can really like get physical and be, maybe be a little bit more like robust in your physical activity. Yes? Yes, exactly. And the other thing is since Aries is kind of hot headed, you don't, you want to be mindful of picking fights <laughs> with people. You might, yeah, because you are going to be somewhat tempted because of that Aries energy. It's like the god of war, right? You're like, mm. okay, like, am I going to go for this? Um, so maybe pick your battles. Um, Got it. When the moon is in Aries. All right, moving on. Up next. All right, so Taurus. So Taurus is the earthy element. So Taurus is all about the five senses so getting a massage cooking um you know using essential oils anything that you know kind of stimulates any of your senses and to relax because taurus is slow and steady wins the race it doesn't like to be rushed um so that's a really good time to just be reflective and mellow listen to music mm-hmm. um and if you want to be productive, it's, you know, take take care of your money matters because Taurus rules prosperity as well. So you can kind of go over your finances on that day. And you probably, unlike the Aries moon, you won't feel impulsive when it comes mm. to shopping. You'll actually be more, um, 
money conscious during that time as well. Okay, so it's really about involving the senses. It's a more mellow vibe. And I think that's kind of helpful that if it has to do with money and prosperity that you would have that mellow vibe. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> like, it's very grounding, right? So you are going to think twice about you know purchasing those $500 shoes or something like that. Um, it'll tell you to wait. So Taurus is so patient and very mindful of these things mm. and practical. Mm-hmm. I am growing to just love my moon in Taurus. Oh, good. I am. <laughs> okay, what is next, girlfriend? Uh, so next one's Gemini. So the Gemini moon. So Gemini is an air sign. It's very social. So when the moon is in Gemini, it's a great time to socialize. Like, go out with your friends. Go see a movie. Uh, plan a party. Um, and you might be more... Uh, inclined to be on social media probably around that time uh, conversations good conversations um, or even learning so the Gemini loves to learn it's always very curious um, so anything communication related that would be a good time and this is around June Gemini no, no. so the Ge- yeah the Gemini is I think from End of May. Oh, right. Wait, wait. That's sun signs. See, I'm getting confused. Sun signs. Yeah, so mm, we're thinking about okay. the moon. So, like, every. Okay. Yeah, so the Gemini moon, when you see it on their app or on Astro.com. Okay. I get like, it. Oh, today is. I'm glad I. Gemini. I'm glad I asked that because if other people like me who are not like pros at this might have just had that thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Right. Yeah, so the sun, it stays in the sap same sign for almost a month yes ago, you know? okay we're talking so, about, yeah. yeah right we're talking about the moon all right get it yeah. together Alyssa get it together yeah. all right we'll go through I'll name examples and stuff like that after we go over everything um so I think the next one is cancer so the cancer moon so that is a water sign so when the moon is in cancer it's really great to just stay not stay at home but it's the, the Cancer is the sign of the home, the mother. So it's all about nurturing yourself or nurturing others, right? Um, so it's definitely, if you compare that to the moon in Aries, that's completely, like, moon in Aries is like, go, 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 go. Moon in Cancer, chill out. <laughs> um, do some yoga, meditate. Um, yeah, just feel cozy at home. I think that's a great time. Um, to just spend time with your loved ones as well and have a cup of tea, sit on the couch, read a good book or something like that. Um, mm. So yeah, so that's Cancer. And so the next one after that is the Leo moon. So now mm-hmm. we're back to the fire sign. So Leo moon, your energy is going to be up. Uh, it's going to be more playful. You want to celebrate. Uh, Leo is all about finding it's your inner child right so this is a great time to just do what you love anything that lights you up is a perfect time to um, to enjoy during the Leo moon so Leo is creativity romance passion um, celebrations going out um, yeah anything creative that's a good time to do it on a Leo moon or if you are a lady boss uh, going on like Facebook Live or doing a mm. webinar, like being on the spotlight. Like that's right. Leo is a performer. Um, 
the zodiac. So putting yourself out there, so that's a good sign as well. Good. Okay, being playful and getting yourself maybe center stage. Yes, center stage. Okay. Leo moon. And this is for everyone, regardless of what your sun sign is. So we're like that's I wanted to remind people of that. So the daily moon sign, when you track this, it applies to everyone regardless right. of your sun sign. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so next we have the Virgo moon. And Virgo, Earth sign, so you're going to be more practical um, as well, uh, just like Taurus. But Virgo is the, like, the best moon if you want to organize things. If everything's the mess and you want to clean up, Virgo moon, that is when you want to edit, refine, organize, declutter, um, what else? Yeah, anything to be, if you want to be efficient, do it on the Virgo moon. And Virgo is also the sign of health. So it's a good time to, you know, check up on your diet or start, or to just make, be mindful of what you're putting in your body in terms of what you're eating. So you might be more health conscious. Uh, now, since moon. the moon is very emotionally tied with some something like with the Virgo energy, I guess would there be a tendency for um, being mindful of kind of like perfectionist qualities? Yes, exactly. Because I'm yeah. Because there's going to be the shadow sides of the moon too, right? So yeah. So for Virgo, it's that perfectionistic tendency. You might over worry a little more when the moon is in Virgo. Um, you're going to be more nitpicky because you're you're in this phase where. The energy's like, oh, yeah, I want to refine, I want to edit. So you might be picking up a lot more mm-hmm. of the things you've overlooked um, on the other day. So it's essentially good because it's like you can use the energy to really get organized and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you you also don't want to – there could be – you could go overboard with it and get really stressed out. Yeah, exactly. And so each moon will also have that shadow side. So like say the Taurus moon, it's like, oh, yeah, like – you know, you want to relax, but the shadow of that is like people might be too indulgent in what they're doing, right? You might eat too much chocolate <laughs> or, or something like that. So too much of a good thing. Um, so each side, there's going to be some good things about it that you can do for that day. There's going to be things where you want to watch out for as well. Got it. So yes, that's okay. a good, good thing you pointed that out. Um, so the next one is the Libra moon. So Libra is all about relationships and peace and harmony and beauty. Um, so Labor Moon is a great time to, yeah, spend time with people you love and care about and, you know, good time with friends. So it's all about cultivating those relationships um, and trying to, so Libra is about balance, right? So you might either feel more balance that day or the complete opposite. So you're trying to seek that balance. Um, so it's all about, yeah, harmony and love. Um, you might also want to, I don't know, go get a haircut that day <laughs> if you want or something about your image, right? Um, but yeah, anything anything social as well because it's an air sign. So the Libra is kind of like Gemini, but Libra is more focused on the relationship aspect okay got it and then i guess what would really be a shadow of the libra then emotionally speaking um, indecisiveness or people pleasing Mm -hmm. um 
so for that day, you're probably, instead of voicing out what you would want to say, you're trying to keep the peace and keep things harmonious and you just let other people <laughs> steamroll or, I don't know, make all the decisions without having your say. So that could be one. Or you could just not, the other thing is to the, with relationships, you're not prioritizing the relationships or you're not listening to the person that you're talking to. Um, so yeah, so there's different okay. ways to look at that, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so the next one is the Scorpio moon. So we all know that Scorpio can be intense. Um, so the shadow side when the moon is in Scorpio is that you might feel more jealous or obsessive or just overall intense um, during those two days. Um, so what should we be focusing on? So for that, I think having your own ritual, like self-care practice, that would be really great. So journaling, meditation, because you have all of these emotions and being so intense that you need to find a creative outlet or just an outlet to release all of that um, gunk that you're feeling. Um, so you are going to be extra sensitive on Scorpio moon so you're gonna see the shadow sides of not just you but other people too that might be heightened because everyone else is gonna be feeling that so if those people don't know anything about self yeah self-care <laughs> or taking that time it's gonna affect you as well right but you you shouldn't have to worry about other people just focus on yourself um it's a good time to find a confidant and just like have a really meaningful conversation or if you need to talk to someone definitely talk to them and you'll you could be open and vulnerable but it's that sense of trust right um so hopefully you can find someone you can trust um during that time to kind of like pour your heart out um but yeah <laughs> okay so then we're moving into what we are Okay, wait, there's the Sagittarius, yes. Yes, Sagittarius moon. So when the moon is in Sagittarius, um, yeah, so adventure, roaming around, freedom seeking, um, exploration, it's very spiritual. Um, so it's a fire sign, so the energy is going to be like Aries and Leo. So you can get stuff done, but you'll have that high energy to get things moving you might feel a little restless um because Sagittarius loves to seek the truth but you might just get overwhelmed <laughs> with a lot of things you might be on like research mode or you know um oh yeah and Sagittarius travel is all about traveling as mm -hmm. well so you can either yeah go somewhere or book a trip that kind of thing okay so adventure during that time when the moon is in Sagittarius mm -hmm. or exploration of some kind and diving into some spiritual practice yes yes exactly okay that's Sagittarius yeah. what's next next one is the Capricorn moon so this one is earth sign and Capricorn is the boss so if you are an entrepreneur find the Capricorn moons and get things done. Mm, um, okay. You are, yeah, because it, Capricorn is, an, it's all about your authority, right? You're kind of like a manager, but you are the entrepreneur. You're the boss. So it's, you're overseeing things. 
so you have that boss hat on and you can I feel like you might be able to see things a little more clearly um, in terms of if you want to think about like long-term strategy of your business or any type of strategy like marketing um so yeah so that's a good time so career get, it's like career yeah, focused anything career focused I would highly suggest the Capricorn moon so even if you're not an entrepreneur it could be like for your job right? Mm -hmm. Um, that's a good time to put in the hard work. Um, and it's not, it's a lot of focus on your career on that day, really. So any planning or goal setting, it'll be a really good productive time for that. Good to know. Okay. Goal setting career Capricorn moon. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Is there only one left? There's two left. Two. Okay. Okay. So Aquarius moon So Aquarius is the sign of the eccentric individual. So during this time, you might feel like expressing more of who you are, right? And and the unique things about yourself. So maybe, yeah, journal about like, what's your unique talents or gifts? Or what is it? What's that special thing that you can share with others? Because Aquarius is also about networking, networking. and connecting with large groups. It's all about friendships and group activities. So anything community-related um, is a good time for the Aquarius moon. And, and it's also kind of a rebel, so you might not want to conform at all when the moon is in Aquarius. <laughs> so is it, you said it's about expression? Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's your unique expression. Like Leo is all about creativity and self, self-expression, right? Okay. But Aquarius is more, it's like your individuality. It, like, yeah, your unique sense of individuality. And it's projected onto the big group for the sake of others, for helping others. Um, so the word would be community? Like this is the time... Yeah. It's to... definitely more community-based, larger communities, not small ones, because Aquarius love is rules technology as well. So social media, like social media communities. Um, so it's like a larger sense of a group instead of like, you know, little neighborhood groups. But interesting. Um, yeah. So it's like more on a wider scale, like big vision. That's also Aquarius. It's like the visionary thinker that thinks out of the box. Okay, so really good time to engage with large communities. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. All right, and what is the last one? And the last one. It's the Pisces moon. So when the moon is in Pisces, so this is a water sign. Again, you're not going to want to be like an Aries and like go, go, go. So when the moon is in Pisces, um, you just want to relax. Um, Pisces is very creative, so anything artistic so either listening to music, creating your own music, writing poetry, reading poetry, um, dance or painting, um, anything, your dreams, like definitely journal your dreams. They might be a little more potent and vivid mm. around this time. Um, so that is the Pisces Would so it, It's definitely more reflective. Would it be fair to say... If Leo is more of a time for creativity, would P- would Pisces Moon be a time for creativity? But all, but in this more in the sense of, it sounds like it's almost more in a feminine energy, like dancing, yeah, painting, int- flowy. Yeah, intros- yes, exactly. It's introspective, right? You're retreating. You're very. You're more. Pisces is also um, more of a, like the solitude type 
mm-hmm. person. So Leo is the, look at me, like you're, you want to put yourself out there and get creative. Mm-hmm. So like go to, think, to a dance class with a bunch yes. of people. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, cause that, it's that fire energy, but this water energy of Pisces, it's creativity is a little different. It's more, yeah, introspective. Okay. Um, you're reflecting more and it's kind of like you're in that initial phase of creating art, I feel. And then like with Leo, it's like you're, you're, you're putting the show on already. Like you've done it, that kind of thing. Got it. That's a different energy, right? Right. It is. Yeah. yeah. One is more extroverted creativity. One is more introverted creativity and reflection. Yeah, and because Pisces is a is a yin feminine sign, and Leo is the yang masculine sign as well. So yeah, so they are opposite. That's all so fascinating. That's all of them, right? Yeah, so that's all of them. So I know that is a lot. So don't worry, this took me a while. (laughs) So what really helped me was, yeah, like for my journaling practice, I would write down the date and then I would be like, okay, so the moon is in, you know, Scorpio and the moon is in Pisces. And then I would just reflect on my day and then I'd be like, oh yeah, it is kind of interesting that this is how I felt or these are the type of activities that I've done. Um, and that's how I started. And eventually once I kind of figured out the activities that would be optimal for those moon signs, I kind of use it to plan my day sometimes. Um, so yeah, it's a little tricky. I don't want to say use these daily moon signs to like rule your life and your schedule. I don't think it's like that. I think it just helps us, um, kind of be in tune Mm -hmm. with the cycles, right? Absolutely. yeah, so it's it's a good tool because also because when you kind of can't explain why you're like hustling so hard on something and you're like, oh, I just don't feel like doing anything. For all you know, the moon is probably in Cancer or Pisces or something like that. Because um, there's been times where I was I was I felt like I was working so hard that day and I just hated it and I was like, oh, it's because the moon was in a water sign and usually when the moon is in a water sign you want to just relax and retreat and not hustle like that's mm-hmm. the complete opposite so if you want to hustle capricorn moon or any of the fire fire signs would be a good one for that essentially it's it seems like there's a balance between like you said not going overboard with trying to manipulate and plan your whole life around this and I, I want to say I think it's probably also not about, I guess the word would be blaming, like, oh, the yes. moon is in this sign, therefore I just shouldn't do anything because that's mm-hmm. a little extreme. Exactly. But if you can just have this awareness of being in tune and that you, especially if you're a woman listening to this, that you are so connected to the moon and that you are a cyclical you are a creature just like anything else. Like you are a creation of, and you are a part of nature and you do, you have this innate connection. Therefore, because you're a part of nature, you're going to be maybe affected by nature. It's not about feeling like, woe is me. I can't do anything because it's a cancer moon right now. Therefore, I can't work on my career. That's a little extreme. But just having the awareness that I am a part of nature, therefore, this might affect me. Yes, exactly. And I think it's more the more you journal on this and have that self-awareness of like how you personally 
interact with the moon's energies, then you'll realize, okay, like maybe on, like, yeah, it's not about like blaming or anything because there's been times where I had to get work done and the moon was in a watery sign. But instead of, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing myself, I took breaks. I, you know, did like a five minute meditation. Like you'll find your own ways. Absolutely. Working with it. Right. So the moon, the daily or tracking the daily moon signs to me is more, yeah, a self-awareness tool, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also keeps me mindful of the shadow signs because there's sometimes where I can, I, I don't check the moon in the morning and I'm so agitated. I'm so irritable. And then I look it up in the afternoon. I'm like, oh yeah, oh my goodness. Like the moon was in Aries. This is so weird. So it's just like those little funny little moments that you'll have that it might happen. But at the same time, this is just a general overview because depending on your, on your, your astrology chart, you know how like you have your own personal houses, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't want to confuse people. We're not going to, I'll just do like a little summary of this, but the moon goes through each house as well. Sure. So it's just like this never ending process. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So it all really depends. So for me, I just started with the moon signs when I started Mm -hmm. out. And eventually once I got the the grasp of that, I was like, okay, so when the moon, so for me, when the moon is in Virgo, I know that's in my 10th house of career. So for me, I'm like, okay, anything career-related, great. And Virgo happens to be, you know, like, very efficient. And organized. So you would, like, organize in the career. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's and, like, right now, involved. As we're, yeah, and as we're recording this right now, the moon is in Pisces. So, as I said, Pisces is really great to reflect, do anything creative, but it's also in my fourth house of home. So I'm going to be kind of a little bit more of, like, a homebody. Um today <laughs> today now when this podcast airs it's the 14th so where's yes. the moon then um i think the moon is going to be in libra um when this airs so that is a good time for relationships prioritizing that um or just being mindful in how you talk to mm-hmm. the people that you're with um being more peace-seeking and harmonious, mm-hmm. trying to keep the balance, but also trying not to be a pushover right. as well. Okay, right? so the, the theme when this is going out, guys, um, November 14th, when this podcast airs, it's the moon is in Libra, and it is about relationships would be the focus of the life. That would be the life area focus during when, if you're listening to this on the day that it goes out. And again, these moon signs are constantly changing. These are not like a sun sign where it's holding for an entire month. These are switching every two to two and a half days. So like Bianca said, we just went through all of them. But if you simply check on astro.com, it can tell you, what sign the moon is in every two to two and a half days and let you know and then you can journal about it or just take that inner awareness and and kind of do what you like with it and um, have it help you to be more in flow with your day and I will also put the two apps that Bianca suggested Mm -hmm. I will put those in the show notes as well so okay Bianca thank you so much for that really detailed breakdown <laughs> oh I hope you guys like it I, I know that was a lot but if anything you like just don't start with a daily moon just pick a day when you feel like journaling and look up the moon sign 
So start with that. Start with small steps. And if this whole daily mood side thing overwhelms you too much. Absolutely. I should have looked this up the other day when I was feeling incredibly irritated. And I, I wanted to, I felt like I wanted to punch everyone. What day was it? It was, it was some point last week. And Do you know the date? I actually, I don't even know what day. It was, um, it was a little later in the week. Oh man, I was, I was not happy. <laughs> Everything was like good. And then I felt like I hit a wall and all of a sudden I wasn't happy. Like it was like, literally I, I dropped off into mm-hmm. this little black hole and everything was irritating. Nothing was going right. And it just felt like I was pushing and I had no time. And oh, no. Yeah. And then now I'm like, oh, I should have looked at the moon and seen what was up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that could be a good time where next time you catch that, look at the, look at the moon sign, but also look at where it is on your chart as well. Because yeah. it could be in a sign of something else completely related, but it might be in the house yeah a specific house right so exactly all right guys well that is a wrap thank you so much for tuning in to another astro themed episode of the self-care spotlight brought to you by the journal deck which if i may say makes the ultimate holiday gift for your loved ones or just for yourself so be sure to be on the lookout for our amazing holiday sales at thejournaldeck.com forward slash shop And if this podcast moved you in some way, I kindly ask you to review it on iTunes so that we can continue our mission of spreading self-care and living your truth. Your love and attention means the world to me. Until next time, I am Melissa Cousins, signing off for The Journal Deck. Music by Lee Rosevere.